BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Jabba the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Jabba the Pod, our weekly Star Wars podcast where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away. Every generation has a legend, every legend has a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, disgraced former Jedi and Force mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the man who lets us record on his starship, the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, captain of the Starbinger, Matt Romano. Greetings! Also with us is our protocol droid, Y1RZZ, human podcast relations, a.k.a. Wires, who has promised me an update on the Death Star that is following us. It's not a death egg at all, is it, Wires? Oh, hello, sir. Uh, no, it is not. It is fully operational, capable of destroying us all at any moment. I still do not know who has sent it. That's that's great news all that's around. Promising. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thanks, but Wires. It looks like an egg. I know it's not it an egg. It still looks like an egg. It's yeah. shaped like an egg, Brian. No, yeah. it's it's yeah. um it's a it's fully operational and and it's probably going to kill us. But you know, ain't hmm. nothing bad gonna happen today. Nope. Uh, nope. So we're recording on a Friday, November twentieth, twenty twenty, and we're hot, hot, hot to jump into chapter twelve of the Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian! But before we do that, let's go to some news on the march. News on the march. Talking about hot, hot, hot. You want to talk about hot, sexy men, which I always want to do. Oh. Um, Who was named one of People Magazine's sexiest men alive in 2020? Caitlin Bush. Who was it? Let's talk a little bit about Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Armando himself. He won? He didn't win. He's one of the sexiest men, though. Because, you know, it it was Michael B. Jordan who was Uh named sexiest man alive. He took the top prize. Michael yeah, B. Jordan. He, he's number one. But then there's always like a a collection and kind of lookbook hmm. of other sexy men in the magazine. And Pedro was named one of them. Fantastic. Yeah. Rightfully so. He is a beautiful man, body and soul. Yeah, he really is. I mean, Matt, I'm sorry to say neither you or I placed. You um, know, I, I had a feeling. I didn't I didn't get a call. Yeah. I saw the I, news. I knew Wires was a runner-up, I, I was, I was out. Yeah, yeah. Wires did quite well, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew I was out of it, but, Matt, I was pulling for you. Well, you know. Um, and I sent them a lot of photos. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. You, Some tasteful. You told they were not. tasteful. Good. Yeah, the tasteful ones. Yeah, Ta- the tasteful taste- ones. Yeah, nudes, nudes can still be tasteful. Um, but, um, yeah, and, oh, and nothing. Uh, let's just say um, vigorous letter-writing campaigns can get you some things. They can't yep. get you other things. No. Um, so People no. Magazine, good call on Pedro, but when it comes to Matt Romano, you blew it. There's um, a, no amount of TikToks or tweets that can save you there. Nothing's going to do it. Yeah. Mm. Got to no, be sexy. Um, yeah. yeah. You, you got to be sexy. And, and you are. You know, that's well, the All right. Thing. All right. Well, how, you know, how, how anyway, much, anyway, how, other news. How in, in, sexy what else? does a man has to be? <laughs> what else we got? Well, that, that, is our, that is our news of the, <laughs> yeah. of the week. Oh. Yeah. That's the news. Um, oh, wow. Pedro. 
Okay. Yeah, Pedro. That's that's the news on the march. Big um, week. He's and he's a sexy man, so I'm not I'm not gonna get mad about it. Even under that helmet, it's like, yep. Still you can ready. feel it. It radiates. With that, let's jetpack on back into season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. For big reveals or additions to canon, we'll fire off our trusty canon. Canon. If we have hot takes along the way, we'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this episode is also brand new and can be located on Disney Plus right now. Because we don't want you to be spoiled, we will help you out and sound the spoiler klaxon. Go, go, spoiler klaxon. We're going to be talking spoilers from this point forward. You haven't watched it. Don't listen to this because what is that, Caitlin and Bush? There's a clear order in which you should watch Star Wars, The Mandalorian, and then listen to our podcast. I want to build the baby, okay? One mm. more time. We are going to be talking spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't heard, spoilers. If you haven't yeah. heard. <laughs> All of them. Okay. All of them. All of them. Which one? All of them. All of them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All right, here we go. Punch it. But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Okay, we're back. The Mandalorian, Chapter Twelve. Uh, first off, uh, we're not we're not gonna play a game of what did I miss? But we will play a short round of hey. I was wrong. However, no, no. However, just be wrong. Which is oh. not really a game. It's just me saying stuff. Oh, I've okay. heard um, one of these in a while. Yeah. yeah, in turn, well, surprisingly enough, um, there's just so much of it. Um, in terms of animated characters making the live action jump, obviously, last week there was a lot of excitement about a certain character played by a certain actor making that jump, um, and got really excited about it. And I believe I said the words "never happened before" or "never happened to this extent." And then in an article, um. I wrote full on, this doesn't happen, this never happens. Man, was I wrong. Um, so I was wrong. Just stand there and you're wrong. Listen, be wrong and get used to it. And I'll tell you, not only, um, and this was just because I was excited. It was not a slight to any character. I love all of these characters, so it was not intentional. Sometimes I'm just really dumb. So I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. So we That's got, not what it we is. Come That's to not what it is. One. We got not only, I mean, Harrison Dula has her name spoken, which is no small chops. So okay. all, nothing but love to a friend of the show, Vanessa Marshall. Mm -hmm. Then forgot all about, to my shame, Saw Guerrera, who mm. transferred over from animation. The difference here, though, he was played in The Clone Wars by Andrew Cascino, and when we saw him in live action, it was played by Forrest Whitaker. So it was not the same actor. That's what I was going to point out. Like, that's the important thing here. Right. Yeah. And every time we see Saw after that now, no matter if it's a game, animation, or anything, he is then played again by Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. So that was, the for the character, that was huge. And that yeah. was just, I just forgot. Now, I love Saw Guerrera. When we've talked about Saw Gerrera on this show many times, I love Forrest Whitaker. I love Saw Gerrera. It's some of my favorite choices, not only in Star Wars, in any movie ever. He makes choices. It's Choices the Musical. <laughs> they are so and they are big <laughs> and bold, and I love them. 
I love Saw. So this was not an instance of Saw Guerrera erasure. This was me being an idiot and I forgot. So I apologize. But I will say that the instance what made it special was that in this particular the entrance the the um in the instance of Bo-Katan, it was the same actor that did the voice and animation and then played them in live action. Yeah. That was a big deal. Yeah. Um, the only thing, clo- other thing close to that is Chopper, who was, of course, in animation. <laughs> and then you see Chopper. in the background of Rogue One, technically, yeah. yes, it, yeah. that happened first. All right, all right, um, all right. But that was in the background. Um, yep. Played so, by the same droid. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the droid actually, the droid they used in, in Rebels Recon, it was actually the exact oh, same model. They souped it up a little bit and it's the same thing. So pretty much I'm going to now avoid any time I feel like saying this has never happened or this is new or this is a brand new thing. I'm just not going to say it. No, you can't stop doing I'm that. I'm probably yeah. wrong. No, I'm just going to I'm just going to play it safe. I'll say I don't think so and I'll just qualify it. So I was wrong. I apologize, listeners. I apologize to readers. I apologize to the parents that gave birth to me. Anyway. <laughs> All right, the, Brian. The Mandalorian Chapter 12 released on Disney Plus on November 20th, 2020, 2020, 2020. So many 20s. What are we going to do? Put on a flap address? Written by John Favreau. Directed by Carl Weathers. So let's get a stew going. Runtime 39.18, and we pick up. The Razor Crest is limping along, still as a fishing boat. Um, it's not doing too well, and we pick up with a scene. This really reminded me of, for all the fun um, bits where Yoda Baby calls out Baby Groot and stuff like that. I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Really reminded me of that Baby Groot scene with the bomb in Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon, yep. Two. Yep. Because we got put the red one where the blue one was and put the blue one where the red one was. And you just know this is not going. This is yeah. not going to go well. And so they're limping along in sublight. I mean, he's a baby. He doesn't he doesn't he who he really needs a copy of Star Wars Colors and Shapes. But I'm playing. He's putting the work. Put that, the put that child record. to work. Well, yeah. he's got the small hands. You yeah. Know? He's got those yeah, small claw hands. So he can mm-hmm. really get right in there and just. Yeah really romp around in the electronics um, and also electrocute himself. Mando having to like speak this much must be painful to him. Yeah. yeah. And it explained <laughs> like, this technical thing. It's yes. yeah, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a moment because he's trying to keep the ship going and Yoda baby's helping out. And it's really adorable because the, the so pup, good. the puppetry work here of Yoda baby with the wires and everything, trying to figure it out. It's, it's funny hearing it from Pedro. It's, and it's, and sexy. Um, yes, it's also it's sexy, yeah. um, Yoda baby just looking at the wires and then looking at it. And you know, he's going to do the wrong thing. It's <laughs> like and just the way they they set all that up is really amusing. Yeah. Um, and he gives it and, and he shocks himself. He gives and he gives this little after he does it. He, he's not hurt, but he just gives this little puff where he's like, oh, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> it's like a, it's almost a sigh. Like ugh. yeah, it's like ugh. it's almost I'm, like again. I'm a baby. And I'm, like, so the, I'm, a baby. The, I'm a baby. Yeah, he's like, what? Are you, I'm a baby, not an electrician. I'm only fifty. Yeah. It's like yeah. I know you right. called a plumber, but come on, I don't know what that means. Um, I also got some big Han and Chewie trying to fix the Millennium Falcon uh, yes. vibes going on here, yeah. where it's like nothing's working except it's a Mandalorian and a baby. That's something you didn't think you were going to see a couple of years ago. So it was worth a shot. Anyway, it 
pretty much doesn't work. So it's time for some bone broth. I'm just assuming that's what they're drinking. It looks like the bone broth, but they're, mm, it's soup time. Bones. Baby's enjoying his, and so he looks at Mando. And we've always talked about how does Mando eat yeah. or drink yeah. anything with the helmet on and not take it off? Well, we find out, don't we? Because we wh- do. what do we see? Some Explain this. to Caitlin, well, like, explain how he oh, yeah, does Caitlin, this. Oh, yeah, Caitlin, please. Well, we we, uh, we see Mando like half lift, not even half, like just barely lift up yeah. his helmet and you kind of get a depressurization thing where he like has to like flip a switch and like it sense yeah. a little bit Darth Vader-y kind of in the way that mm-hmm. it like has to depressurize and then he kind of just, you barely see the bottom of his chin as he lifts it up. I wanted him to take the helmet off. Yeah, well, yeah. see, I, I think this is the start of that. I think having learned what he learned in the last episode, he's starting mm. to like, like let his guard down a little bit. I think it's starting to get in his head. He's like, yeah, why, why am I not taking this mask off? You that's know, a good, like, That's a good point. And, but yeah. b- the baby is like kind of taken aback by this. He the way that he reacts yeah. and looks up at Mando, it's it kind of seems like this is a new thing that he's seeing. Exactly. Like he doesn't do this often. This is not like this is kind of new, you know. Eating in front of baby, you mean. Yeah, he's getting mm-hmm. a little yeah, more lax he, with he, the, he uh, the helmets. But right. yeah. it's interesting that Caitlin that you bring up the sound cuz they they're using the that little and that whine that happens. It's it's the the Vader, you know, the Vader mask thing. And we haven't heard it on this show before because no Mandos have taken their helmets off. Um, I think aside from in, in season one, um, it's probably there when Pedro's comes off in that one scene. But other than that, Cobb Vanth is, is not, there's, there's nothing, it's just attached to a scarf, you know, so there's no sound there. <laughs> yeah. But the other Mandos, um, last week, you definitely also heard it. Um, right. But he's going so out of his way, he's tilting back his whole body to kind of make this work. And yeah. also I'm thinking it's like, do straw, are straws not a thing in the <laughs> galaxy you. far, far away? Because that would help. Is, it, is that your um, take? I, I think my straw? take is, is, is a little more on point there. You I know, want to like, see Mando with a silly straw. <laughs> That's yeah. my take. Yeah. I say, yeah. how, how far is this going to go before he relents? It's like, yeah. is he going to try a straw? Each week he's going to try a new method of yeah. eating. And it's like, dude, just just go with it. Yeah, um, yeah. sounds good. We'll see. We're going to keep monitoring this situation. <laughs> keep an eye on it. Um, he realizes they're not going to get to Corvus in this shape. Uh, shocker. Um, so they have to visit some friends for repairs. And he says, how'd you like to go back to Navarro? Um, and the ship limps on and we cut to the Navarro Mando covert. And we see the classic Mythosaur sigil above the armorer's door has been taken down. There's just, just a, a dusty outline uh, there now. So they gone. Yeah, it's it's and they and they didn't clean the walls either. It's when yeah, and, and it's those aliens. Where, it's those not, guys. Not, yeah, they're they're not going to get their uh, they're not going to get their safety safety deposit back. No, oh, they are not. no, they're no, not. No, no, they're not at all. The landlord's pissed. Um, yep. A bunch of Aqualish are looting. Aqualish, are looting it. it. There's about four of them, yeah. and they're arguing in there. Um, they're fighting over what looks like a red-eyed yeah. death ferret. Yeah, until well, I, I get a canonical name, that's what I'm calling it. Okay, that's a good name. But I also got to say, like, I used to call these guys when I was younger, like. Like butt faces, like oh sorry, the aqualish, you know, the aqua, aquafish, yeah. yeah, that was aqualish, aqualish. The most famous mm. aqualish is Ponda Baba in A New Hope. Ponda Baba, mm. he doesn't like you. Yeah, that's um, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, the original butt face. You, you want to yeah. give it a try, right. Matt? You want to give yeah. Ponda Baba a try? <laughs> Caitlin, no? you want to give it a go? <laughs> and all together now, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you either. 
Um, well done all around. Good. Wow. Um, well done. They sense Great. someone is close, um, and it turns out to be Cara Dune. Uh, back on the scene, back in the show, one of them shouts, it's the marshal. Um, she then proceeds to beat the hell out of all of these dudes, mostly with her bare hands and then a knife. Then there's one left and she back punches it. And then there's actually one more left. And that's when she whips out the blaster and just shoots that one. Um, so pretty badass takedown sequence all around. She tells oh, she, she then tells the, the red eyed death ferret that it's free and. Um, collects a bag of money of what the Aqualish were looting and says she's going to return all of it to the rightful owners. With the sack in hand, she struts out of the room and ba-bam. Chapter 12, The Siege. I have um, to pause for a second because she feeds the red-eyed death ferret and it's really freaking cute. Yep. Yeah, what, what does she feed it? Like some kind of bread? I have absolutely no idea, yeah. but I want to know what this thing is called. Yeah, it's they, there's no name. It's 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 I've never seen this before, so nope. I'm just calling. That's this is you don't that's give us a name. name now. Is red eyed death ferret? I'm yeah, gonna, that, we're just gonna make do. it up. I yeah, love it. I want one. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> I'm sure the toy will be out. You know, probably in a few months. Um. The Razor Crest is now in seriously bad shape and lands on Navarro. It actually lands this time and doesn't fall in some water, which is you know they're not going to repeat that bit. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're greeted by Kara and Grief Karga. Carl Weathers back on the scene. Um, Kara with a smile. Karga with some snazzier clothes and kind of a look of that says both I told you so and also man, am I too old for this kind of look. It's a look <laughs> that great. only Carl Weathers can give. Yeah. Um, and man, I, I have missed him <laughs> so he's much. So, he's so delightful. I always miss Carl Weathers just in yeah. life. Personally, I, I love that he's back. Um, and he and Karga says, looks like someone could use some repairs. It's like, this is the first thing he says. Um, and I'm like, you think? Um, <laughs> it is first line. And this is why Mando and Baby are the exit ramp won't even descend. So they have to kind of duck out and jump off of it because the ramp won't even go all the way down. Uh, Mando's credit is good around here. Karga says, I think we can work something out. Get some, uh, get some of his guys to f- start fixing the ship ASAP. And I like this. I like, and he's like, I want it good as new. And I like that he's being cool to his friend. Yeah. yeah. He's like, it, it turns out there's a little bit more to it, which is pretty much the theme of the season. Uh, which is, gotta, you gotta do me a favor, man. Yeah. I'll yeah. help you. Yeah, I'll <laughs> help you. But also just a quick job. Um, this is four episodes in a row now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, listen, I am loving this season. It's so much fun, but it's like, uh, here we go again. What are we doing? Mando the, the way, just leave lean into it. I think yeah. I think around episode seven, it happens again. I think he calls attention to it. He has to. It's, it's not, it, it's, it, then it's something to celebrate. I would yeah. love somebody to give him a mission, and then, like, you think that's where the episode's going, and he's just like, no, I'm going he's to like, see Ahsoka no, Tano. No more missions. Like, done. No more missions. No, yeah, I'm no done. more. Just... There's the, no more tit for tat. Yeah, none of just this. Just tat, yeah. period. I'm looking out for Mando. I'm looking out for the Mido. Mando. I don't know. Is that, right. good? Is that something? That's not. I like it. No, wor- okay, workshop cool. that and come yep. back to me right. in 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so I like that he's, you know, must be nice, must be nice to be friends with Space Car Weathers. Both Kara and Karga are doting on Baby, but Karga just full on picks him up and talks to him. And the magic of Carl Weathers with baby, with baby. Oh, yeah. is something else. Caitlin, is he taking you care of you? Or are you taking Are you taking care of him? Just yeah. like the the just talks to him, and and of course, baby loves it. 
you know, yeah. uh, Uncle Uncle Carl Weathers is back. Like, yep. Baby baby knows what's up when it comes to oh, Carl yeah. Weathers. He's Absolutely. he's watched Predator. He's watched, uh, you know, all of the the Rockies, you know. Oh, yeah. He knows and, we, what's up. and we haven't mentioned this yet that he directed the episode. I did mention that. Oh, you did? did? Okay, sorry. Did, we, haven't, exactly. we haven't harped on it. Yes, yeah, we haven't harped the, on it's it. It's the yeah. first episode of this show that Carl Weathers has ever directed. It's never oh, happened that, before. Is that safe? That's a safe yes, that's bet. never <laughs> happened in Star Wars. No. That an episode of The Mandalorian was directed by Carl Weathers. It's never happened. Cannon, never. cannon, fire. Um, anyway, uh, so an interesting note here. One of the ship mechanics turns around and is a Mimban, is um, a species mm-hmm. uh, from native to Mimban, a planet that we've talked about before, first introduced in one of the very first Star Wars books ever written, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. It's really the first... EU book ever written by Alan Dean Foster. It was second only to the novelization of the original movie, which was also written by Alan Dean Foster. Um, That book splinter of the mind's eye. It was, it was like, we've talked about this before, but it was kind of the backdoor sequel in case star Wars bombed. It's really Luke and Leia stranded on Mimban. And it was going to be a really low rent sequel in case it bombed. Interesting. Um, and this was the story. But instead, they, they made it this book. It's dated and, and it's not canon at all anymore. But it, it is a, a fun read. And if you still have your old battered uh, copy of it from back of the day, hold on to it because that's a fun collectible. Mm. Um, but uh, Mimban has since, though, uh, although that story is, is no longer canon, uh, Mimban, the planet, the mud, the swamp and all that stuff has come back into canon uh with a reference in the Clone Wars episode Rookies, they reference it. And then we go there, of course, in Solo for an extended sequence. Uh, that's where Han meets Beckett and the crew yeah. and is fighting. We're all on yeah. Mimban with the mud jumpers and all that. And we know what the native Mimban people look like because, among other places, we just met one in Star Wars Squadrons, Gunny. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the rebel side okay. is from Mimban. So if they look familiar... Uh, that mechanic looks familiar. It's because, and if you were playing the game, it's because we just got to know one. I really love Gunny. Well. I, I knew I was recognizing that from somewhere. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, Gunny's Gunny, great. Gunny's yep, great, it. and the whole your whole Rebel crew is awesome in that. Fantastic. Game. But, but yep. Gunny Gunny stands out, and they have saved my bacon quite a few times <laughs> oh, yeah. um, with those uh, refuels. And I was gonna say those else. refuels. Those those yeah. And I am on the. Easiest possible difficulty level. <laughs> Story mode. Yeah. Uh, oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably. So it's probably because of that that I immediately uh, recognized, um, like you said, recognized where uh, they were from. But also interesting side note here, since we're talking about Alan Dean Foster, both of those books by Alan Dean Foster are still being sold by Disney. And Disney has stopped paying royalties to Alan Dean Foster since they took oh. over. They're still selling his books. They're still reprinting huh. them. They've just decided they're not going to pay him. Yikes. So, and he finally came out and said, hey, look, this is happening. And, you know, it's not cool. And so there's now a growing movement on Twitter and online everywhere where all kinds of authors are now getting in on this with the hashtag. I believe it's Disney must pay. And they're pressuring Disney into doing the right thing and paying off someone whose work that they're profiting off of. Yeah, that's not cool. All- also yeah, interesting no. is it, for, further complicating it after Disney acquired 20th Century Fox, they got the rights to some of his other books that take place in other franchises and they're not paying him for them either. So, hmm. well, you know, justice, they don't have any money, so they yeah, really need oh, it. It's really rough, you know, um, yeah. but justice for Alan Dean Foster, 
he you know he's a writer you're profiting off of his work pay him anyway yep. um i'm sure i'm sure my words just then sent shivers through the disney juggernaut and they're just gonna <laughs> bone up right now <laughs> anyway we love for what it's worth alan dean foster you're a lot not listening but we love you mm. um if you work for us, we'd pay you. Uh, Navarro is looking great. It's looking great. It's got a glow up is, is yeah. how they say it, right? It's it's looking good. Yeah. Matt, what yeah, do you like, think of Navarro's new look? Yeah, I liked it. it. Like the sun was out. You know, it wasn't like as gray. It was a little a little more, you know, warmer, you know, it felt. Yeah, the, you know? in, in the town. At yeah, least. right. You know, and they, it's they, and it's and there's like stalls and there's like a little market and there's people running around and everyone seems pretty peaceful. Yeah, nice. exactly. They've I've brought there. the life back to this village. Um, Karga says he's deep in clerical work and Marshall Dune has been cleaning up the town. So this is, I, you know, Cobb Vanth ain't, ain't the only Marshall, uh, around these parts no more. Um, so I guess that's what uh, this new partnership of, uh, Karga and Dune have been doing. Not only, uh, they take Mando to the old cantina and he's like, I'm surprised this is still around because last time we saw it, it was blown to Freaking yeah, they, they fixed the wall, the I guess. Imperials. Yeah. yeah, there's a they. You can see where they plastered over the whole yeah. wall. Yeah, it's like the stucco, and they tried to give it like a, a, a slightly Mexican restaurant feel, but like a cheap one where <laughs> yeah. it's like outdoor seating, maybe, but not inside. Um, and and not, but it's standing, but it's not a cantina anymore. It's a school. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't see this coming. I did I thought, not expect that. They were like, wait till you see inside. I thought they're going to be like, it's a new cantina. Um, but it's a school and it's a space school. And we've Being got taught a taught by a protocol droid. Right. I love it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but have we seen a protocol droid on this show before? Because I don't remember seeing one. We've never in the history no, of the show. I'm not, not saying that. <laughs> See, but okay. I'm I, just don't, gonna, I mean, I don't, I don't recall remember. at least not one with this many lines at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think we have. Because it's one of those designs that just screams Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, we would it? immediately remember it's it. It's no yeah. accident. And we talked about this before. It's no accident that I think at the at the very beginning of The Phantom Menace, with all this weird designs going on, they stuck a protocol droid right in there. Yes, so it it's like make it still feel at home. home. Yep. It's mm-hmm. still Star Wars. Vulture droids, battle droids, that's new. That's weird. These guys are weird, um, but here's a protocol droid. Here's a yeah. shiny Good? silver protocol droid. Well, like, yeah. see them next to each other, so it's like you immediately, okay, they're in the same universe. Yeah. I get it. And this is like, not jumping we're out too we're far. Like, we're yeah. good. Let's, let's get on with yeah, these trade all negotiations. Here? Everybody fine here? Let's go. Yeah. Um, so this protocol droid is teaching a room full of kids about hyperspace roots. Yes. Um, can the kids name them all? Uh, one of them names the Hydean Way, which is fun. It's um, The Hydean Way was... Mentioned by Plo Koon in the Clone Wars episode R2 Come Home. That's where mm. I, I remember hearing it from. He's like, the Hydean way. Um, I, I, I don't I, I, That's a really bad Plo Koon, but that's what I, I remember <laughs> hearing it from. Uh, we also just saw it a couple weeks ago in Bounty Hunters number six from Marvel. Um, so that's interesting, interesting uh, tie in there. A lot of Heidi and Way action going on that. Well, well, and I got to say, I, I love that they're teaching this in this school, like they're teaching trade routes because Navarro is a trading post. Right. So like they're yeah. just like they're taking that's their, you know, well, and they're they talking, about, teaching they're them talking practical about practical life, skills. practical life skills. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like, right. Here's yeah. the core. Here's the inner yeah. rim. Here's the yeah. outer rim. And that's actually going to come into play. A little more in this episode I in some interesting so ways. Carga um, says uh, they should leave Baby here so he's safe, and they put him right at the head of the class. Howard Hesseman, 
turns to the droid and says, no, not real. Sorry. Um, I just really dated myself. Um, all of the kids are really interested in baby. One girl with a Ray hairstyle. Yeah. Um, just to, as a, a, right before we started, a listener tweeted at me. He's like, is that Ray? You know, if on Jay is like, I, I don't think it's Ray. Because oh, Ray, Ray isn't, isn't no. like 27 no. years old. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I, it's not Ray. I just think it's a popular hairstyle. Yeah. Um, uh, but I like that they threw that hairstyle in there. It's cute. Sure. Uh, but let's let's just for a minute talk about baby sitting in this school desk. <laughs> Caitlin, I want to get your thoughts. Oh my god, he's so cute. So yeah, he's I mean, sitting there, just like everyone is. Of course, it's it's Yoda baby. So everyone, all of the kids, kids love Yoda baby. We've seen this love before Yoda, in the in yeah. season one. All of the kids flock to him immediately. He just like has this radiance. He's adorable, and he loves holding court. Yes. As oh said, my God, he's such a sitting ham. there like Jack Nicholson ham. at front row of the Academy Awards. He, is he loves such a little. He loves ham. holding court. Yes. Yeah. He absolutely. knows. He knows. He, know, he knows. He's a star. The he most knows. important thing here, though, is that Baby looks over to his his new neighbor, this, yep. this adorable little kid, yep. and this kid looks like those are are macarons, right? Yeah, they have to be. Are they macaroons? Macarons? They're probably, Mac- that's Mac- probably Mac- what the prop is made of. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't right. think that's they're just like the, blue. the canonical. I just called them blue space cookies. No, but. no, no. They're absolutely macaroons. How do we say it? Mac- how do you, how is it? Macaroons. I always saying, get macaronic. Mac- you in the galaxy far, far away, they call them mac- mac- macarons? <laughs> yes, no, they do. Yes. I mean, that's Mar- what I'm calling Are they macarons or are they meringues? I don't know what they I'm no. not a baker. I don't know. <laughs> there's meringue. There's meringue in macarons, but you're giving me this look like I should know. What Our about producer me? Just sent says, us "Hey, macaron, that's a guy who macaron. bakes." Yeah, macaron. Anyway, okay. so there's these blue space cookies <laughs> that damn heavily Ahoy. resemble our world's macarons. Macarons. Yes, I don't yes. know. Yes, blue space cookies. <laughs> so and they look delicious because it's baby. Yeah. <laughs> and baby thinks with his stomach only. Right. Immediately, he just like he looks at this kid. He's like side eyeing this kid, and this kid is like, "What is your problem?" Well, he doesn't say yeah. it, but like you can see it in his face. The kid like, feels what like, is oh, your you, "Yeah, you probably want my cookies. You're not getting my cookies. You're not getting my cookies. Yeah. They're and my the cookies." Kid, the kid makes the mistake of looking away, and then well, what baby, does baby, do? baby first reaches out a little hand, like yep. just like doesn't say anything, just like holds a hand out, like, "I deserve this. I'm yeah, cute. You're going yeah. to give it to me." And the yeah, kid food, just looks food away. equals I deserve it. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then what happens um, next? Well, the kid turns turns his head and baby then reaches out with the force and force grabs the blue space cookies. <laughs> and the kid turns back and there's just some crumbs on baby's uh, on baby's mouth. So yeah. the force not only is it for lifting rocks, it's also it's good for, for stealing, cookie theft. Stealing yeah. children's yeah. cookies. Lesson I mean, one. Yep. Yeah, so this is we we just got over the thing with the eggs because we see once baby learns it's oh there were creatures inside them and after he comes back and then it hatches from last week's episode he's nice to it he's giving it a little mm. bath he's helping with bedtime yeah. he's probably going to read it a story but now with the cookies it's like well at least these are not alive so it's all the outrage over baby and the eggs you know is a predator you know and then yeah. as you've said Caitlin before there's always a bigger fish and. Let's not forget that yeah. Ewoks were were ready to roast Luke and Han alive and eat them. It's the circle of life. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they probably ate 
quite a few stormtrooper bodies. I imagine. Oh, 100%. oh yeah, so, yeah. It was a bloodbath. Um, yep. You know, uh, so he he, he's a baby. Yep. He doesn't know, you know, what's what. He just sees something he wants to put. He generally just looks around, not even eat. He sees things he wants to put in his mouth. Anyway, so the force now can that be it. used for cookie theft, kind of. A misuse of the force, but it's better than <laughs> we're into it. At, le- we're into at it. least he didn't force choke this kid to yeah. get the cookies, um, <laughs> like he started doing last season when there were no cookies involved. Also fun. The protocol droid teacher talks about the maelstrom surrounding Kessel uh, from Solo and says that the New Republic capital is on Chandrilla. So that to me means they haven't started rotating the capital to different systems yet, which is something mm. they start doing. Mon Mothma says it should not be located and we shouldn't be a Coruscant situation. It's always the government's going to be located hosted by a different system rotating mm, and that's I how like the that new si- that's how it's going to be the last one uh, it you know the last one in the rotation ended up being Hosnian Prime and then Starkiller ba- base blew it away no more mm. New Republic so that tradition stopped I there All right. okay. um, and then we go to Karga's office and who's working there yeah the Mithral who I don't know if that's his race or his name, but they just call him Mithral. I thought that was his species, but they just call him Mithral. So mm. it's um, played by Horatio Sands from the pilot. He's back. Um, and he's doing, he's taking care of Karga's books. Um, and Karga says he's been doing it since he was a polywog, um, <laughs> which is a thing, I guess. Okay. Yeah, um, sure. So for the return of Mithral, cannon, cannon, fire. <laughs> Um, and the school, space school and space cookies. Fire. And I, I got one more thing to fire too, Brian, that yeah. I, I saw this morning. I don't know if you spot this, spotted this, but some eagle-eyed viewer uh, posted this on Reddit. 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 There's a statue of IG-11 on Navarro in the <gasps> background. So is like, there? That's there delightful. Is. Yeah, and there's screenshots now that's going up. I guess it's like somewhere between 819 and 835 in the time code. I got, we got, yeah, we got to check this out for, I'm pretty sure this is legit, but they have erected a statue of IG-11. That is my favorite thing. Amazing. That's so great. It's amazing. The savior of Navarro. Uh, (laughs) The first time that's ever happened in Star Wars. Right. Um, This doesn't happen. Never. They never make statues of people. This never happens. Um, Anyway, so, so the Mithril had done some creative accounting and ran off. um, So now he's working off his debt. Um, yep. If he runs again, Mando's just going to go catch him again. He lets out this, like, dust. Yeah. Of, it, like, yeah, well, I think he, like, kind of pees himself. He's he, got like, so many weird bodily of, functions yeah. between the, the Upon seeing the Mando, he's so scared. T- he talked about in the pilot and yeah. the... He was going to mess up Mando's vac tube, remember? He was like, he, you yeah. don't want to see... Uh, oh, yeah. There, there was... um, the, And then it just keeps going. I'm like, what? what is with you? Is this everyone <laughs> of your species or is this just you? Are you just that guy? I'm into it. Um, but and, and so he says, let me assure you, I don't want to spend any more time in carbonite. I still can't see out of my left eye. And I thought that was a nice reference to hibernation sickness and the blindness that Han has after Absolutely. his freezing. This leads me to think some people have pointed out how silly, you know, the the carbon freezing bit in the Clone Wars is where they use that as the scheme and how they come out of that. And they're pretty much fine. There's no sickness. They're not blind like Han was. But let us consider that they're frozen for a very brief period of time for that trick. And then the time must have something to do with it. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. think the longer you're frozen, the worse it is. 
the Mithril, once he got from there to Navarro, who who knows how long, and so a little a little bit of it. Han was frozen for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yep. Like and then and all of the comics are pointing out that the period between those movies was long, and he was hu- frozen for a while, hung up on a wall. It was too long, way longer than any of this. So yeah, it's gonna be worse for him. At least that's no one's come out and said it, but that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's, how that's I my take head it. canon. So all of that, just a guess. I don't know. Down to business. While the ship is repaired, Karga, that's right, needs Mando's help. It's like, we've got to go kill another crate dragon. No, not really. <laughs> um, but it seems to be, yeah, as, as we've already said, it seems to be the theme of this season. Um, the section of the, this section that they're on of Navarro is fine. But on the other side of the planet, there's an Imperial base, which is where all of Moff Gideon's troops came from last season. If they can take out that base, then the whole planet will be safe and free and nothing will hurt ever again. They are off. They're going to go right up to the door. And the Mithril, wearing a bomber jacket, like just like me in middle school, um, <laughs> drives the speeder up. And if you think, oh, he's going to stay with the speeder, nope, he comes along for the this whole this whole job. Yeah. He's in the Kara whole episode. Kara has a great line he? where she's like, "Well, when the lava tide comes in, give us a holler. We'll drop you a rope." Yeah, it's this this guy is 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 in pretty much the whole rest of the episode. Um, yeah, and he does great. Horatio Sands is playing this guy, and it's so so funny. He's so good. He leans in very hard. Leans in very hard. I'm, I'm into this character. I hope we see a lot more of him. Do you? I do. I actually do. I like it. I think he's fun comic relief. Star Wars needs that guy. You know, you need, always need a little uh, someone to, to yell at. <laughs> someone to yeah. yell at? It's, yeah. It is fun hearing Carl <laughs> yeah. Weathers yell at him. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Like, you know, you need a lackey. It's got, like we were talking about C-3PO the other day. It's like you need somebody to be like, don't tell me the odds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good not, point. Star not Wars. into it? Star no, I, it's not that I'm not into him or the character. I was just like, I just kept thinking, it's like, wow, he's still around. Oh, he's <laughs> yeah, still here. He's still here. He's, yeah, that's he's right. still in the episode. Um, <laughs> and, and then I expected him to be killed off. It was, it was like no, he's gonna around. He's going to be, he's, a, he's part of it now. I, he's in it. He's like, in it. He's, he, what, what is he? Part of it. Part um, of it. Part anyway, of it. Karga says um, he's going to oh, do what he's told. Because uh, he doesn't, Mithril doesn't like the idea about having to go right up to the front door. He says, uh, "Do as do as you're told, you, and I'll take a hundred years off your sentence." Because he's got like 300, 300 plus year sentence here. So who knows what his lifespan is, or yeah. if that's well, just or what a, Grief Karga's lifespan is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah exactly. It's it's. I mean, Grief Karga, as far as we know, is human. So yeah. right. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. they can they can leave him here, uh, and this is the line. It's well, no, this is actually a different line. Um, than what you said, Caitlin. He says, "You can help us, or or we'll leave you here to walk home through the lava flats." in your humidity vest. I'm like, what? (laughs) What is another aspect of this species has to wear something called a humid? I don't even know what that is. Because he's like like, a fish man or something. Right, he needs like the the, the humidity, I guess. Yeah, he needs water, vapor. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just hat upon hat upon hat with this guy. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so humidity vest are a thing. Cannon, cannon, fire! (laughs) Wow, big, big, uh, big canon addition there. Um, yeah. When they get to the door, they have to cut it open. There's a whole thing now with Mithril and Karga, um, this double act now, and him helping to cut through with a flange cutter um, that he uh, he gets out of the speeder. So you and when he when Mithril gets out of the speeder, he clicks the speeder, and it. Did you guys hear the car alarm sound? Yeah. The 
the dun dun. You no, know, I did. Oh, goodness. Did they do that? It's there. It is great. I'm like, okay. He, did, he was really into his speeder. Yeah. It's one step. It, it's edging just too much. But that, let's not forget <laughs> Clone Wars, like the, 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 the droid cops, like throwing yeah. their coffee out the window of the speeder. Oh, you yeah. Know, it's, it's in the same realm as that. So I'm like, okay. It, it, yeah. It's not the exact sound, but. Well, it's also like it's, when like Poe Dameron like made that call and was like pretending to leave a voicemail for Hux. You know, it was like, right. wait a minute, do they have phone calls? General hugs. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> holding, holding, oh, holding, he holding. Didn't yeah, say yeah. voicemail. Yeah, he did. He did not say voicemail. <laughs> I'm so leaving good. a voicemail for uh, <laughs> for General, General Hugs. He yes. didn't say that. <laughs> it's so good. I love it so much. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Um, Mando <laughs> jetpacks up to a platform while Mithril tries to open the door with something used for plumbing. Um, we get a dank ferric from Kara. So that's another one. Um, that's four, I believe. This they're really making it a thing. Yep, it, it's 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 happening. I've yet to say it in real life. Have either of you said it in real life yet? I have not. I, I've uh, been a no, little more. F- I've been a little more foul mouthed of late. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I've been just using actual uh, actual curses. swear words. Yeah. Um, from uh, Kara, we the Dank Farrak, as I said, comes from Kara right as a stormtrooper falls right out of the sky. <laughs> it's raining troopers, and it's I love it because you just know it's and you don't even see Mando peering over anything, you just assume oh, he just threw him off the platform. And I love that oh, he you never get the, the other side of that. Um, the door opens, and after more complaining from Mithril, they all go inside. They get to the platform above, and Mando is there with a lot of down trooper bodies, so Mando just wiped them all out. Oh, um, yeah. Karga, sa- uh, Karga told them that the base was empty, but not so much. Um, their objective is the reactor. They take that out, and the base is toast. Mithril points out uh, one of the sees one of the Imperial troop transports that were modeled on the action figure carriers of old that we first saw in Rebels, and we get a name for it. He calls it the Trexler Marauder. Yeah, um, very cool name. Yeah, it's you know, the, get me one of those. Um, cool, and it's yeah. just there. It's cool seeing seeing this vehicle again, and that was it was cool when it showed up in Rebels, and again making the leap to live action. Also great. There's another vehicle in this episode that does that. We'll get to in a little bit. They get to the command center where there is one Imperial officer on duty, and continuing this new trend that began with Titus Welliver last week. It's an Imperial officer without a British accent. Mm-hmm. So yes. this is a thing now. Um, so my so to my friend who pointed this out to me, David. Yep, there's hope for us. Um, <laughs> we too can be Imperials. Yeah, yeah. You or, can or, make it one day or play yeah. Imperials. We don't yeah, want to right, be Imperials, right, right. but playing one who, who okay, doesn't sure. want to play an Imperial flunky. That's fun. That's true. That is fun. Um, Kara chokes this dude out. Karga nabs his code cylinder. Mithril then uses it to slice a door. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I probably am. So I don't want to make a big deal out of this. But slicing and slicers, the Star Wars equivalent of hacking. Yep. You, you read it in books, comics. They say it in games. To my knowledge, you, did I they don't use remember. It in, did they use it in Last Jedi when talking about slicing? No, oh, they called the Master Codebreaker. But right. he was so slight. But he's slight. They use the word slicing in Last did Jedi. Did they use the word slice in that? I'm I don't almost know. positive. I, I mean, that's why I'm not making any grand pronouncement. Yeah, but, I think you should, though, because I'm pretty sure slicing. No, I mean, that's no. where I wrote my notes. I said from, I wasn't like, going to do it. I'm not doing it, Matt. So <laughs> stop, stop <laughs> right, pushing right. and prodding. Then, you know what? I'm going to do it because I'm always wrong. So I'm just going to say it. Slicing uh, is definitely in Last Jedi. And that's my. Oh, note. you're I saying it's in right. Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you, you'd know because you've seen that movie. What? Once? <sighs> I love Last Jedi. What are you talking about? I love Last Jedi. Jedi. 
I say that genuinely. It's like yes. Anyway, anyway, we're not going to get into some last Jedi action. Anyway, it's rare for them to act. It's a it's a big thing in books and comics and everything else. It is ra- if ever it's rarely heard um, that slicing is mentioned or dropped in here. And I love that they did it. I love that they put that yeah. in there because there are a yep. lot of cool characters in books and everything that are slicers. Uh, my favorite of which is an Ewok named Pikpa. Um, mm, who is a slicer good. with a seriously royal attitude, and I really mm. want Peekpa in live action something. Make Peekpa happen. It's in the Dig book yeah. Last Shot. Um, it's a really good book, but it's totally worth it for that character alone. Anyway, it's uh, like I said, it's rare. I don't know if that happened. Um, Matt, you're just going to have to watch The Last Jedi tonight. <laughs> Some scenes. Some of the scenes. Yeah. Oh, and please live tweet it. I meant that sincerely. Oh my did God, not, Brian's just it, like in a just pointing the not, uh, the cannon at me. I, did I, it I, not I, sound? Did it not sound sincere? I meant that sincere. I like Last Jedi. Yeah, moving on. Anyway, it. wouldn't yeah. hurt yeah, you. Yeah, to say it. watch it. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt you to say it every now and then. Um, <laughs> anyway, they get in, and there's more with Karga and the Mithril. Mithril um, has to get around a steep catwalk over some lava to get to the other controls. He sets the reactor to blow, and they are now on their way out. They come across some guys purging some info, and these guys are working, uh, they're, they're wearing, rather, the same outfits that Dr. Pershing wore. Kaminoan mm-hmm. insignias right there, Matt. Full display. Oh, yeah. Right there. Um, yeah. Thought of you immediately. Yep. Um, when they oh, see uh, Mando and the team, they start purging, and they just start blasting. So it's like, okay, this down, this this deletion's taking too long. Let's just shoot the whole thing. Yeah. Um, these guys don't last long before they're taken out. And then they see, we they, they turn and our heroes see large vats with bodies in them. Dun, dun, and, it's kind of mis- mouse-shaping kind of yeah. uh, not non-humanoid. They kind of have growths on them. It's very, um, it reminded me of the, the clickers in uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. In the well, game. It, none of them look like Snoke, even though for a second I'm like, oh my God, are they going to do it? It's yeah, like, but like that, that would have been something. Yeah, it's like it's like that trope though of like any kind of cloning story. Like I know we're gonna get to it, but like you know, it's like there's the the malformed clones, like the, the yeah. failed experiments, Absolutely. the jars of all. Like you know, we've seen it. Like we saw the Snoke yep. lab on Exegol. Yeah. It's like and they're, they're honestly Baratheon messing with some and stuff. his wife are over there saying yeah. it's like, well, we have the one daughter. That's that's not burn her. Or <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. keep all these in the jars just for fun. Yeah, just in um, case you know they're yeah, fun. Just some, yeah. Somebody They're shows fun. up and needs some context. You know, you know, I have a lot in my house. It's it's a it's a it's the holidays. Um, Karga had thought this was a military base, but Kara says no, it's a lab, yeah. um, and she decides they aren't leaving until they figure out what's up. They order Mithril to get into the system, and he complains again. Mithril activates a hollow, and Doctor Pershing pops up. So Ahmed Abtahi, welcome back to the show, and he yeah. mentions the body rejected the blood. I highly doubt we'll find a donor with a higher M count. M count. Though. Yep, M count. M count. No. M count. Hmm. What do we think M stands what for? What could that be? Midichlorians. Midichlorians. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was way off. I was thinking Montana. Um, no, but Yeah, damn. you're right. Okay. Midichlorians makes much more sense. Yeah, so I, I'm. they come so close to saying it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is the closest we've come in like anything in so long p- post uh, Revenge of the Sith that anyone has dared to say the word. Yeah, they, like they, they, they only went halfway. They're like, we'll call it M count. You know? Dave, Dave Filoni gonna... said, don't try me. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah, during yeah. this prequel renaissance, they can do it now. Yeah, no, I don't see why they don't. Like it everyone makes loves sense. the prequels now. So well, just like, say you, it. You know? 
Um, anyway, so midichlorian. I uh, saw. Midichlorian. I, will, I will say, I I saw this great um, point on TikTok the other day. I cannot remember the user who said it, but it, it kind of was a, a whole explanation as to why it made sense that the Jedi became obsessed with midichlorians because over time you see them having to. Uh, they they have this like Luke pointed out this. Um, this ego about how they fully understand the force, about how yeah. they yeah. are the ones, the protectors. And so it made sense that they tried to find some way to define it by their yeah. own because that it, uh, that has a sense of control over something that they really don't have control over. Well, no, yeah, and I, an amazing make a scale for Jedi. It's like, oh, your yeah. count is this and your count yeah. is this. So Exa- like, it's yeah, it's yeah. ego. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. It, it, I agree with with that completely. And that's part of why I, I've never minded that being a part of the story, yeah. because and, yeah. and it's perfect sense why you don't ever hear about it later. Yoda doesn't bring it up in the in the original trilogy. Obi-Wan doesn't bring it up because that's it's a sign of their ego and their hubris where we're going to yeah. we're going to make our own science and try and explain the unexplainable. This is ineffable that you can't put it into words or do it. But we're going to, you know, pretty much play God and control this thing. Um, And that's that's complete hubris. And that and look what happens. Um, And that's some outrageous. That's something that's outrageous. Dark side stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, someone like um, the the other time you hear about midichlorians is in the tale of Darth Plagueis. So Mm -hmm. he's getting into that. I'm sure all the guys on Exegol, they're all about them midichlorians. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, boats and midichlorians, Matt. Can oh, that, yeah. Can that uh, song happen? Maybe we'll work on it. I got to workshop it. All right. Yeah. Well, I want it. We'll Does get that make any we'll difference? Yeah. Sure. All right. Pershing then says, Unfortunately, we have exhausted our initial supply of blood. The child is small, and I was only able to harvest a limited amount without killing him. He says it's a ch- it, it is the child in case we had any doubt and they need more and they acts they need access to the child again. Um, and Pershing closes by saying, I will not disappoint you again. Moff Gideon. Mando still thinks that Moff Gideon's dead. Last yeah. time he looked, Moff Gideon crash landed his TIE fighter. He didn't get to see that little scene with the dark saber at the end of season one. So he mm-hmm. doesn't know. Yeah. Mithril says this recording is three days old, so he's not dead. Um, he's now, welcome to the show. Din Djarin. More troopers hit the scene. <laughs> Mando's got to get to the child now. So he just makes the jetpack back to town right quick while the others take the speeder. Um, lots of hallways, troopers and blasters. Such good action here. Uh, this is just classic. Yes. Yeah. Hallways, stormtroopers, blasters. Good stuff. Um, Mando gets back to the reactor room and jetpacks out, sending another trooper down into the lava. He rockets out of there and headed right back to town. Karga, Kara, and Mithril then get pinned down on the platform. Kara jumps in the Trexler Marauder um, action figure carrying tank that they saw earlier and gets it going. And they all jump in and it's action tank. Kara yeah. jumps it right off the platform and it crashes right onto Mithril. And she's speeder. like smiling the whole time. Yeah, she loves and, it. And I think she actually really likes that she just killed, destroyed this guy's car. She definitely um, does. <laughs> And yeah. then tears out. He's like, was that my speeder? And, and and they just tear out of there. It still works, but not so fast. Troopers are on speeder bikes are on the move. They're coming out hot. Two of them on the way. They're coming down the cliff. Two of them just crash into each other. I mean, they're before they even get close to the tank. And <laughs> well, they just I was blow, even blow as up. they were going down the, the hill, I was thinking like, wow, they're 
I had this thought. It was like, wow, they're actually like, they're pretty good at this. They're pretty capable. And that was the second yeah, the two of them. That's what I thought yeah, too. Yeah. I, first I said, wow, this is really well shot. And the action here is really well shot and everything yeah. coordinated. And then they, and I'm like, they're actually not bad too. They're capable. And then they did that. It was like, and now they're not. Okay. Uh, okay. But some of them are. <laughs> Those two weren't. <laughs> um, so they get, they're, they're on the tail of the tank. Um, it's Tank Chase 2020. Kara yeah. drives. Karga is on the guns in the back. He blasts one of them. Kara smashes another into the rock wall with the tank. One last trooper gets to the top of the tank with a detonator, but Karga gets him with the cannon. We see the base start to blow as the grounded fold up TIE fighters take off. So it's not just Moff Gideon's TIE fighter that does that. I guess. That's how TIE fighters. These TIE fighters do it. It's like, I yeah. guess the ones in Rebels didn't. And after a while, they just changed. Because after Rebels, you don't. It, it's the only place you really see them land. Right. In terms of the original trilogy era, you see them land in, in uh, the sequel trilogy. Like they're docking and the First Order's docking them. Um, mm. You don't see that. And in something like Squadrons, they're hoisted up, right? You don't see yeah. them yeah. actually I love land. that, the, the way they are in the show. Yeah, yeah. The, the folding wings. It's very, you you, it's you like that? I like that. I'm into it. Yeah, makes makes tie, uh, the tie fighters more practical. You know. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, if you're into it, I'm into it. There you go. Um, so so <laughs> they start they start taking off in the tank. Mithril says, "We did it!" And then we hear ties overhead. And I was like, "Just had to say it, didn't you? You just had to freaking say <laughs> it." You just yep. Um, Thanks for that. The, the ties then attack the tank. Uh, gorgeous, classic tie action here between the pi- the pilot, the v- their view screen, mm. the green blaster bolts. Classic, wasn't it? And we're classic. Shoot- they're shooting at the tank as the tank is speeding along the lava flats. The visuals here just just knock just really knocked me out. I thought it was just. Classic Star Wars, not a ripoff. It's we haven't seen a scene like this, yeah, no, before. But it's just it all just felt very, very Star Wars, which is nice for a Star Wars show. Yep, that is completely of no use or purpose. What I just said, but anyway, Karga's shooting back, but not very well. Uh, Karga gets one of the Tie Fighters, but it takes out their cannon. Now they're all on an open plane, and the Ties almost have them until. The repaired Razor Crest flies in and takes one of them out. Mando's flying babies on board with the cookies. Yes. Um, still sitting there and eating the cookies, so his priorities are in check. Mando <laughs> yeah. pursues the other ties while Baby alternates between eating the cookies and pumping his little arms. He's having a blast. He's, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. Like a, it's like a roller coaster for yeah. him. He loves yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space fight. For, I love space fights. Yeah. Did you go for this, Caitlin? Go, I was like, Mando. <laughs> yeah, it was it was every time he did it. It was great. He's like, yay! it was like also food. Yay. Oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. I still have food. Um, so this great moment, this this whole moment is great as Mando then takes out the last one. And th- it's it's this scene. It's in one the same frame. The the Razor Crest and the last tire coming at each other, mm. like in that slowly so at each cool. other is really cool um, yeah. and just very, very well done. And um, of course, uh, the tie destroys the Razor Crest. Mando and Yoda Baby are dead. End of series. Da dum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except not really. No. Da-dum. Mando takes it. Mando for the win. Everyone on the surface cheers. Mando yeah. turns to Baby. He goes, "Not too bad, huh, kid?" And Baby <laughs> does what? Caitlin. Yeah. He throws up his cookie. <laughs> and it's all blue, like the. Yeah, it's great. all blue. Looks yeah. like Yoda Baby threw up his cookies all over the Razor Crest. Um, uh, yeah, it's disgusting. So um, and, and Karga calms Mando and thanks him. Mando says, 
thanks for the repairs. And he's doing this call while he's trying to clean up baby. It yep. is such a mom it trying is to cook dinner and clean so up vomit insane. at the same yep. time moment. This is, do you think, Caitlin, this is the ultimate Mr. Mondo moment? Oh, yes. This is this is like uh, this is the development of their relationship to the point of where like Mando has just accepted his his role as like this thing's caretaker through and through. Mm -hmm. Like there is nothing he will not do for this kid. Yeah, it's and it was just such a multitasking. It's part of the job when you're Mr. Mondo is is talking to Carl Weathers while you clean up baby's cookie vomit. Yeah, that's just how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like you did the repairs. We'll call it even. Plus, he and he also adds, he's like, I've got some onboard maintenance to take care of. Yeah. That's how he calls it. So he doesn't say it's like the baby threw up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some maintenance. Yeah. He calls it onboard maintenance, which is what I'm going to call it, it um, in yeah. the future. Every time Matt throws up, um, yeah. Karga asks him to stay for a drink, but Mando has to hit the road. He actually says hit the road. That's a direct Jack. quote <laughs> uh, before hit the road before Moff Gideon is on to us. Um, so they're off and we cut back to Karga's place. Two X-Wings are parked outside and we're back with Paul, Sun, Hyung, Lee back as Captain Carson Tiva. I was so happy yeah. he was back. Yeah. And even more action for him. Oh, He's my delightful. God. The dream come true. Love him. Love him. Getting details from Karga about the blown up base, a razor crest, etc. Karga's pretty much just fobs him off, says he'll send him a gram if he hears anything. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. What does that mean? <laughs> hologram, I thought. It's like, I'll send you I, a hologram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I'll send you a gram. It's like an instant. Yeah. like pretty much check out my Insta stories. Yeah, I thought they um, would have called it a hollow. Like, I'll send you a hollow because that's usually more. Yeah. Cool. But gram but no. makes sense. All right. Grief Karga does yeah. it for the gram. Does it for the he gram. Does it for the gram. Yeah, he felt sure. cute. Might delete later. Um, if he's ever uh, out there, he's and he says, and he's like, "I'll send you, I'll send you, Graham, if I hear anything. If you're ever out this far again, yeah." And that to me is a little dig to the New Republic. Mm-hmm. It's like because we know how the old Republic dealt with the Outer Rim. It's like the Republic doesn't exist out here. You know, slavery yeah, yeah. on Tatooine. We're just gonna let that happen. Yep. Yep. So the New Republic could be repeating those mistakes. Um, the galaxy. I get the feeling that Carson Tiva, however, is a guy who actually does care and goes the extra mile. Um, Tiva then has a little talk with Kara as she once again feeds the red-eyed death ferret. Um, He says she did a good job cleaning the place up. According to the records, she's quite the soldier. And he says they could use her. She says, well, she's not a joiner. He then says there's something going on out here. And he says they don't believe it on the core worlds, but it's true. These aren't isolated incidents. They need to be stopped before it's too late, but we can't do it without local support. And he goes on and he says, says here, you're from Alderaan. I served during Alderaan. Did you lose anyone? I lost everyone. And he leaves her with a new Republic sigil, walks off and she watches him go. And here's what I'm thinking. I'm just going to, here's a hot take. Sound it. Do tell. Here's what I think he's hinting at. And tell me if you think I'm 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 on target or not. Do you think all of this he's sensing that these little disturbances here, little disturbances there. This is around the period, you know, first stirrings of something's going wrong. Yeah. Something's not right. Mm-hmm. Could this be the first stirrings of something that's going to lead to the first order that we know that's the new I, republic that's then what I took absolutely. completely absolutely. ignores? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, is that not as hot a take as I thought? Is that kind of obvious? I don't yeah. think it's 
necessarily obvious, but I, I, I mean, that's what that's what I thought too. So. I have Favre a hotter has take. Said, he said Ooh. that we're gonna we're gonna see the stirrings. Okay, get, hit, hit us, well, no, hit us with the even hotter take, Matt. Let's let's finish Cara Dune and then we we because we have to talk about the ramifications of of the cloning and all the little things that they yeah. Mentioned. No, we're so gonna, we gotta we're get gonna, to that. We're gonna get so. into that, but but it's just this is this is a big deal, and we, we and Favreau has said we're gonna see you know the initial stirrings of the first order. Yeah, we know from it. books the the New Republic ignores those yep. warnings, not all of them. Yep. Leia takes it seriously, and every all of Leia's old rebellion comrades take it seriously. Mon Mothma does, but there's only one Mon Mothma, and when she's out of the picture, nobody else does, and history repeats itself. So yep. this is Carson Tiva the first time kind of sensing that something's up, um, and I love that they did that. And I hope he comes back, and I hope he, he remains on here to crack the case. Yeah. But then we think the episode's done, but we cut to one of the smaller Star Destroyers that we saw in Rebels all the time in the fleets. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have the three engines on the on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and to my knowledge, we haven't seen these in, in live action yet. It was only so. ever in Rebels. I'm, to my knowledge, I'm just going to say that's, I don't remember seeing them in live action. Um, an Imperial officer gets a hollow, or gets a gram, I guess, uh, from the Mimban mechanic who says the device has been planted. And you're like, oh, you're like, really? Betrayed by our mechanic. Um, the imp officer, by the way, is played by Katie O'Brien, whose credits include Black Lightning, The Walking Dead, Z Nation, and once again, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, this officer then reports to Moff Gideon back in the flesh. Finally, hello again, Giancarlo Esposito. We love you. And that she says that a tracker has been placed on the Razor Crest. He asks if he still has the asset. And this is confirmed. And I just, every time he calls it the asset, I hate it because it's like yeah. the D. The, it's so cold. The, making it it's a thing less to of him. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a thing. It's not, it's a, and that's the empire, isn't it? It's we're mm-hmm. going to consume this. We're going to use this. That's mm-hmm. probably exactly how he worked on Mandalore. That's exactly how he's going to work here. What yeah. can I use? What can I corrupt and steal and strip for myself? And he said, and we will be ready. And we pan out. And we see the hallway he's standing in. And Matt, tell us what we see. Well, we see. I mean, these these what look like dark troopers, like just the, like the like they're not. We're not looking at the clone the the clone things there. What was that actually? It, it's you know it's some kind of black armored troopers or right, at least yeah. just armor, but they're not death troopers. But no. they're kind of because they have tubes where death yep. troopers usually don't. Yeah, but they look like like the beginnings if there's. People in there, we don't know. But, but do you know about the dark troopers? It was like they were like in it, it's in legends. Like, but they're like the the empire messed around like making like like really legit like uh uh like a droid army. But like they're all like they all look like stormtroopers, but they're robots. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know if like Gideon's building just like now a super army and lack of having actual stormtroopers. Like, is he trying to make another like droid army? I mean, who? It could be that. It could be. But this could go into the cloning. That yeah, he's yeah, obviously very well now could into. Be, like, maybe it's a and mix also, of that story. We've already gotten a, and I don't want to take it to the place of the droid Gatra, but we already had the Gatra reference that's just slipped in there in, in the first episode of this season. That could be in play. So yeah. we don't. Mm-hmm. It was in me because we really don't know what these what these things are. There's just yeah. we saw yeah. like suits. He's plan. He's got a hall full of armor. He's planning something. He's rebuilding yeah. something. They and, look very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, very dangerous. And not gonna want to get close, Matt. And and then we're out. Ba-bum. Matt, hit us with uh with every clone thing you have. 
All right, let's see. Let me check my notes. Let's, <laughs> let's get the hot take alarm going. Hot take alarm. Nice. So here's my thoughts. Like, you know, we know that they could always clone, right? Because we had the, the Clone Wars. Like, they were always good at doing mm. that. But they were never good at cloning midichlorians. Like, that was always, like, because if they were, then that whole army would have been Jedi. You know, in, like, legend, in Legends, that's a thing. That's okay, in, so in, in Legends. In, in Darth Plagueis, yeah. that's a thing. Where the original intention was to use for make the clone army force sensitive ah, okay, and so yeah, but they like, tried like, to get around it using a species that was slightly force sensitive mm-hmm. but it failed um i think that's the book it's from i know that was in legends it's no longer canon but it's something um that's been done yeah so it's complicated it's not something that's yeah. like very easy like to, thing to do so like no so is i mean baby... i can do it caitlin does it yeah, sure. but we're the only ones <laughs> yeah so is the yoda baby like the first step in some kind of like, you know, a plan that Palpatine put in place. Like, we know that he left behind all these things, right? Like, all these uh, contingency plans. So maybe this cloning effort is one of his contingency plans that eventually leads up to Snoke and even the clones of of the Emperor. Like, this is going to be a 30-year process now. We are seeing the beginning of, like, that bridge to, to that story. But what I also kept thinking about was, you know... They they clone Yoda, but Yoda matures too slowly. They can't get enough blood. He's too small. Like, and there's that no is, way to if it is a Yoda clone or if it's just another Yoda species. And I think, yeah, I think it's got to be a Yoda clone because you wouldn't because then because then you got to think about Ahsoka. Like Ahsoka knows Yoda, and who else in the galaxy right now has midi chlorians? Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, there's no other Jedi well, left to get a midi chlorian from. There's. Luke, there's Leia. Well, yeah, I know. Yes, I'm just trying to think people in the Mando story. Like, you know, if, if like, who we're going to meet in this story. And uh, Ahsoka mm-hmm. Tano, I, like, is going to be. You had me until you said it's. Well, can you let me finish? No, I can't. Um, <laughs> like, I have to address this point by point. Or because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to forget. Um, I, 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 I don't. I'm not sold on it being an actual Yoda clone. I, I, how can you I not be like, sold on that? Yoda, Yoda's not going to let himself be cloned. Yeah, but like you're telling me Yoda didn't leave any blood behind in the Jedi Temple after he, you know, fought the Emperor. Like you're telling me there's no trace of Yoda left anywhere. I didn't. I mean, in our hearts, you know, they're taking midichlorian samples at the Jedi Temple, obviously. So like there's got to be some kind of. That's true. And the Emperor did move in there. I'm saying it's possible. I'm just saying I'm not. I I admit that it's possible. You're dissing it as impossible. No, no, it's not. Matt's the what's the remainder of your of your. So the remainder of my notes. Well, basically, Ahsoka is going to have a lot to say about this. Like she knew Yoda. Like once she sees the Yoda baby, she's going to be like, whoa, what is going on? Like and she's still respects the Jedi. Like, I feel like she's going to be very pissed about like this whole development. And then when you think about it, Moff Gideon not only wants the dark saber, but he like wants the force to go with it. Like he wants, you know, he's somebody that can't, he wants to be a Jedi. Yeah. And like, it's just like this ultimate quest for power that has so many inroads, to different parts of like the entire saga that I don't know. I think it's very important. That's Dave Filoni, man. I kind of prefer, well, I say it's like, I still really want it to be connected to Yaddle just because I want Yaddle in the story. <laughs> I don't think it's going to um, happen. I don't know. Well, I don't think you're going to happen. What do you think about that? Um, Yaddle. I also, um, I, I, I mean, anything's possible. I, I it, it, it was brought to my attention with now that we were talking about World Between Worlds and we brought in Caitlin's favorite thing, you know, some kind of metaverse. <laughs> yeah. This could actually be Yoda. And meeting Ahsoka oh, gets right. sent now back you, through the, through the world between worlds all the way back in time. And this yeah. actually is Yoda. Oh, so I the whole time that. we've been saying no, it's Yoda baby so much. and it's not actually Yoda. <laughs> For terrible. all we know, it actually is. 
And this is Yoda's origin like story. Oh, I don't either, man. but it's possible with Matt. And he's like, well, not dead until you net. You know, <laughs> you busted the doors wide open with the Bridger pamphlet, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yes, I know. Um, I, I know that. Anyway, yeah. and all the people getting on board with it. Um, they agree because it makes sense. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a, sorry it's a long time. It's a, oh, when did this happen? A long time ago. So technically, everyone's dead. Yeah. Um, Caitlin, I have a thought for. I have a thought for you. I want to get your take on it. Please, um, please tell me. Do you think that Moff Gideon, um, based and this is pinging off what Matt just said because it's because 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 it's interesting. For for a while, it's like I, I thought that Moff Gideon had his own little plan going on here. It's part of the Imperial Remnant, and he, you know. Hot off destruction of Mandalore, got a dark saber, going to create his own thing and be his own emperor. But now he could be another part of, of a if he's part of a contingency. Do you think he's doing this as part of the emperor's bidding as part of the contingency? Or do you think he's doing it for himself and trying mm. to be like the next emperor or some mm. kind of BS like that? I'd say it's a combination of both. I mean, I think I think there's no doubt that Moff Gideon is a very um, he's got some goals in life, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like his, everything that he did, taking the dark saber in and of itself, is an incredibly um, selfish act of of just showing how much he values power because he understands what the dark saber means clearly if he had the the guts to take it. Yeah. Um, Screw I, your culture. I'm going to take this. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This belongs to me. I like the idea that he is part of the beginning of the first order. Yeah. Yeah. More than anything. I, I really like that. I think for the first order to have, have risen and gotten so powerful, it, it would have needed people like him who mm-hmm. are terrifyingly capable and smart and, um, and desiring power more than anything. Mm-hmm. So here's here's something for both of you then, pinging off what both of you are saying. Matt, you're saying he wants to be a Jedi. I mean, he's probably more like a Sith. Is what yeah, really yeah, sure, sure, be. more like a Sith. So he wants if, to be a he's force a, user. if he's a believer in that stuff, you know what that leads me, and if he's connected to the beginning of the First Order, we know who was behind the First Order the whole time, the Sith Eternal, the Acolytes and everything going yeah. on in Exegol. Do you think... He's a Sith Eternal. He's one of the Sith Eternal. Do you think he's a believer in that way? Hmm, I don't know. That's, that's really getting like that's getting as Laura Santeca yeah. <laughs> was for the Jedi. Moff Gideon is to the Sith. See, that's, that's if we get to Exegol, that sounds more like a no, Mando season go, seven. We're not going to Exegol. I'm just talking about. Like, <laughs> I know I'm not him, going, but any connection of the Sith to, Eternal in yeah. this in this period, and they do exist in this time period in sure. the aftermath books. They talk about the Sith acolytes. That are trying, you know, that they they don't they they don't use the force or the dark side, but they believe in it, and they're trying to bring mm. that back, and they're celebrating everything Darth Vader and everything like that. So he could still be a believer in the Sith, and that's what the Sith Eternal are really. They're cultists. They're Sith cultists. You know, do you think he's more of? Do you think he could be connected to the First Order in that kind of way? Because I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Perhaps that'd be interesting. I think that would that would be there. There would be so many bridges there. Like that's like next level like yeah. connecting the dots kind of thing like charlie day and it's always sunny like <laughs> looking yes. haggard so, and- <laughs> so as a fan pointed out to me this last week it would be like matt getting from frog 80 frog lady eggs to droopy mccool <laughs> my yes. favorite thing yes. my yeah. favorite thing uh well hey, i like a clear bridges, line <laughs> and i you know I, I i enjoy a good bridge and if anyone's gonna capable of leading us across many bridges it's dave filoni who as far as I as uh, information is telling me, what it looks like is he is directing 
next week's episode. Yeah. Oh, big time, big time. So, that tells me that tells me that that's the Ahsoka episode. It yep. could be. I mean, do you think they'll they'll bust her out this this yep. uh, mid season and not yep. save her for like the very end? We got to get this show on the road. Get this show on the road. We've got yep. Cobb Vanth Bo Katan. No, the no, show we, is on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like I'm tired of meeting everybody. Let's get let's like get on a you know every episode. The mission. Matt yeah, wants the mission. So on the show. Yeah. This yeah. is the Mandalorian. It's about the journey of Din Djarin. It's not Ahsoka Tano. The <laughs> you series. know what I'm saying. We've been we've been on mission I after mission, don't. meeting person after person. <laughs> like pick a lane. Well, and he's let's gotta go. he's gotta collect his 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 group of people so that he can right. get the gang back together at some yes. point. So that we have a big like very impressive meet and greet later. Yeah, on. yeah, exactly. We need some. Yeah, we I need get my ocean. Together. I'm really just going. I want my Ocean's Eleven getting the gang back together. Ah, montage. There you go. You want, too you much go. to ask Any for. excuse to have an ice cream social. Yes. Um, there you go. Is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back, and now it's time to take a look at some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. Comics news, new from Marvel this week, was Bounty Hunters number seven, and this title is heating up, and I am enjoying it more and more, probably because we're now watching a Bounty Hunter show every week, but I've been finding myself really into Bounty Hunters. Um, <laughs> we already had Fett on the scene, um, and some other classics from you know the first, the, the big, big Bounty Hunter Empire Strikes Back scene, some other favorites from that have popped up so it's it's great it's um it's a fun time i'm having fun with it you know it's i don't look forward to it as much as darth vader but it's a completely different thing that's not really fair again if you don't understand who the character of baylor valance is or like that or know anything about his story you will be completely lost so this is one that you really can't jump right in on um soundtrack news just this morning, on the 20th, they did not release any new Mandalorian soundtrack, which I every week I hope. I have a little ray of hope, and every week it just gets stamped out. Uh, <laughs> but out of nowhere this morning, there was, and thank you to prolific Star Wars author Kevin Scott for tweeting about this, because I had no idea, a deluxe edition of the soundtrack for Solo, oh. which pretty yeah. much it has the whole score on it, extended tracks, tracks that were not present in the previous soundtrack, the whole thing. And it was such a nice surprise because I love I love that movie. I love That's that really soundtrack. That is a great soundtrack. And there were even even the album as, as it existed, pretty much a lot. A lot of the good stuff was there. But this I'm looking at, it's got this one has everything. And I really love it when they do this. And I wish they'll do it there. Not every movie gets this treatment. 
the original trilogy all has the big extended, so every bit of music in in the in all of the movie is there. Phantom Menace did it. Um, they released one after their initial release. Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith never got this treatment. I really wish they would because there's still some tracks that that you can't really get anywhere else um, unless they're, you know, someone else playing them. You can get them, but not, you know, the official version. I'd love to see one for Rogue One because mm-hmm. that oh, has some that. stuff that's still there and not. And that's just such a glorious soundtrack. And honestly, the entire sequel trilogy, I would love extended deluxe soundtracks for all three of them. Cause there are big moments that are not heard. Um, it is especially one of my favorite musical moments in the whole sequel trilogy in rise of Skywalker, the La- arrival of Lando's Armada. It's not on the soundtrack. And yeah, it's just the big main theme, but who doesn't love the big main theme? Love them. Um, <laughs> sure. Love it. So I, this is a this is a nice little treat, and it's really it's the whole thing. So I haven't really even gotten to check it out yet, but I hope they they keep this going. This was out of nowhere. I didn't know they were doing this. So it's yeah. of, of all the movies to pick, it's like did they just you know throw a dart at a wall? Who knows? Who cares? We have it. It's great. Gaming news: Star Wars Squadrons just got an update, um, and they're bringing in B wings. For the New Republic and the TIE Defender for the Imperial Remnant. So it took a little while, but the dream of Grand Admiral Thrawn has finally come (laughs) to fruition. And you got Harrison Dula in there, you know, in the game. You know, she was already in the game. I know, but I'm saying she's the queen of the the, the B-Wing. You know, so. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely. That's a that's an excellent point. Um, yeah. And I and I shouldn't have sh- yeah. sh- shouldn't have yeah. Jeez, uh, gotten Brian. a little bitchy. Yeah, point, look, Brian. I'm so- <laughs> all right, all right. Look, it's been a day. Um, it has. <laughs> I know it's only eleven twenty eight a.m. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that's here it for for my archist boy and his artistic imperial tie defender finally. <laughs> being usable and flyable gonna use those shields it's gonna caitlin's done caitlin is done with that voice um, she's, looking, she's like giving me a look it's like gonna wrap it up no yeah. oh, this is still going it's like okay. still doing the bit okay um why would you want me to do it longer no sweet lord caitlin i've studied your aunt and your aunt says that you want me to keep it going all right that's enough of that um anyway but it's uh it's it's great there and and we're going to be able to use those shields with that tie defender because if there's one thing the ties don't have it's shields ain't that the truth yeah hey. that's right i actually really hate flying in the tie fighters me too <laughs> um, I, 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 really I hate, especially the interceptor because the wings block yeah. out half the screen yeah yes. I, i'm i so much rather be on the the, the republic side i just go <laughs> x-wing or a-wing every time um yeah. but i'm gonna check out the b-wing and then probably switch immediately back to the x-wing because i'm basic like that yep. um swing and segment for this week taking a look and wouldn't you know it's a brand new segment Woo! caitlin Mephistopheles Bush now has her very own segment. Padawans, listeners, children, and friends, welcome to Hug Watch. I think I need a hug. Why, thank you. Uh, This is an honor, honestly an honor and a pleasure. I am so happy that we are finally doing this. I know that we've been been talking about it for, for a little bit, and by a little bit I mean the past like three days. Yeah, uh, that's so, a lot for us. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot for us yeah. instead of just doing something off the cuff. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speak for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me and Matt. Yeah. Uh, the hug that I would like all of us to watch 
for today, if you will go back in time with me a little bit to mm. last week's episode of The Mandalorian, we got to see a, a truly heartwarming hug. Mm, one yes. that really just is sticking with me now. Before we get to the Yoda baby learning about the circle of life, understanding that he maybe shouldn't eat the eggs because they create these wonderful little weird frog tadpole creatures. Yeah. We see Frog Lady, our queen, reunite with her husband, Frogman. And they croak at each other. <laughs> it's enough to bring a tear to one's eye. If you just watch them run at each other across this crowded space and they just throw themselves at each other into each other's arms, touch their heads together. It is truly just it. Oh gosh, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm getting emotional. Just thinking. Oh, it's one of the best hugs in star Wars for sure. It's a good hug. Good it hug. is a great hug, a, a reuniting of souls. Mm. They've been working so hard to get back to each other. This has been hug watch. <laughs> And now I'll turn it over to the Jedi Master for our <laughs> next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is Denferk. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Hey, all right. Let's go. Now it's officially happening. Um, yeah, it's a word. And that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Okay, a lot of really nice words and feedback from so many listeners this week um, on Apple Podcasts, on Twitter, everywhere. Um, and we really appreciate it. Matt, um, now, as I understand it, this past week we had our biggest audience that we've ever had. Is that true? That is true. We were uh, we were luckily Dang. featured on the homepage of Apple Podcasts in like the top section. You know, you could it was like you could scroll through all the big podcasts, and there we were. And so we, we had, had a, lot, best, a lot of new listeners. A lot if, of if you're best a new week listener, ever. Welcome, welcome. Um, we we you know please stay. I'm sorry. Please but, please know. stay. Anyway, um, but it was it was a big week, and also we we recently um, not to you know pat ourselves on the back. I'll even it out, but we crossed 600 ratings officially. Wow. Um, Crazy. Which, um, not bad for a year. That's awesome. Um, yeah. But here's something Here's something that is bad. Um, hmm. Uh-oh. I, 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 I never do this, really. Every now we get, you know, some knocks. There's uh, some somebody has uh, recently said, you know, it's a good show. It's a bit much. And a I'm bit like, much? Look, I agree with you. <laughs> look, That's another thing yeah. it's going to say on my tombstone. And sure. I'll just say, look, you get to turn this off. Caitlin and Matt have to deal with it every day. All and time. I've got to live with it all the time. So... Yeah. You know, at least you can press pause. You yeah. can just turn us off. I can't turn myself off, really. Um, anyway, another listener, uh, you know, really wishes we wouldn't use more sound effects and asked us to tone it down, unfortunately. And they said it nicely, but my impulse is to do the exact opposite now is to do even more sound effects and be <laughs> yeah, even now more you're, annoying. Because sound just, effects are fun. That's just yeah. kind of how I operate. But then we had um, a one star review, and I'm going to read the whole thing. Because this is something. It's titled, it's from uh, user DrewBaka88. Um, and the title is No Spoiler Klaxon. Klaxon here, spelled with a C, the less popular way. And here we go. They single-handedly spoiled Rebels for me when I was listening to their Mandalorian podcast. They claimed to avoid spoilers, but failed miserably. Why TF? 
do you have a spoiler klaxon if you aren't even going to use it when discussing the end of a show? I'm done with you guys and truly hope you get canceled and are unable to find future employment in the entertainment industry. You a-holes ruined what was turning out to be my favorite TV show. F you. You don't even give a warning that you are going to spoil stuff. The use of your spoiler warning is terrible, and it's basically just played to be obnoxious. I truly, truly hate you people now. Oh, man. And here is what I will say to that. Darling, Star Wars Rebels has been off the air for two years. It is your fault for not having watched it up until this point. (laughs) At first, I guess they're they're upset that we (laughs) spoiled Rebels. There is no such thing as a spoiler for a show that has been off the air for two years and was on the air before that for four years. And that is what I will say about that. And even then, we're, I feel like we're pretty good with, you know, when we're discussing, I guess, we, was this in our When we're discussing re- new things, which is when spoiler warnings matter. Here's the thing. As a person who, and Brian, you know this, Matt, you know this, we work in a space where spoilers are a very, very big deal. We do not have the, uh, the luxury of not learning spoilers because it is literally our jobs to know spoilers so that we can determine what is important and what is not important to write about, to talk about. With spoilers for written word stories, we always have a spoiler warning at the top, but you get to a point where you don't need a spoiler warning anymore because something has been out for so long that if you haven't seen it, it is your own fault. I I, I just don't feel bad. Well, and to to add to that, I mean, absolutely. Like, I mean, it's very clear that our show is a discussion of all things Star Wars. And right now in our current season, The Mandalorian, and hopefully a lot of you are subscribed to listen to the insight that we could provide across the entire spectrum of Star Wars. So it's like, Mm. we wouldn't be doing our justice to to recap these these episodes if we weren't making the larger connections to the story and uh because you know, that's what this show is doing is that's what the show's doing yeah it's, right it's, it's for the episode of the mandalorian if it ties back to a two years old show or in the case of the clone wars it's like we're gonna make those connections so we can't really say okay spoiler alert for the mandalorian also if you're not caught up on star wars rebels also it's a good idea to watch all nine of the movies have you seen rogue one make sure you watch that you <laughs> yeah. know it's you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm sorry because, as Caitlin said, it's a two years old show, but I'm I, I guess I will. I'll apologize that we ruined that experience. But look, um, I, I, I also think that this is a, a bit um, just a bit of an overreaction. Um, and <laughs> on I the Internet, say, never. There's never um, been an overreaction on the Internet. Look, I I. I, I I write it out and plan what we're going to do and put the put the things together. So, you know, I truly the line. I truly, truly hate you people now. OK, um, this is the tame version of what I want to say, because this morning I'm like, oh, and, and, and I'm like, you poke, you poke to the crate dragon. And let me just tell you, um, personally, There's no pearls here. This is yeah, there ain't, you ain't going to find any pearl up, up this dragon's butt. Um, just more butt. Um but th- this, so this is the tame version of what of what I wanted to say, and this is this is really oh not boy. been the week right. um, to to poke this particular dragon. You can hate me all you want, I don't care. I really don't care. You can hate me all you want. You can blame me, and you can tell me to f off in the comments all the time. You come at the others who work at this show. If you say, "Oh, you hate our producer," 
You hate our editor. And you said F, F all. I hate all you guys. So I'm including them. This is a team. We're a team. We're a found family. Yeah, You're man. saying, I hate, you hate Caitlin. You hate Matt. You are out of your f***ing mind. Yeah. These are some of the best, most dedicated, honest, hardworking, brilliant, and loving people you will ever meet. And I don't care what you say about me. But you come at them with any kind of language like this, and we have a problem. And also, quite frankly, you are missing out. Because saying you hate them, you hate Matt, you hate Caitlin, you hate the other people that work on this show, you might as well scream at the moon for being too beautiful. So, <laughs> enough. Thank Focus you, your Brian. hatred That's on nice. me, yeah. hate me all you want. Leave the rest of them out of it. Well, well and Brian, if I may add, fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to hate suffering. Leads to suffering. So just you know, That's heed, the, lesson heed the warning and the lessons and, of Star Wars, and, please. And do not think that I could not go on for another five hours. <laughs> he could. He could. I will spare you. He that. absolutely could. Anyway, there's not a lot of tape left in the recorder here. With there's no tape in this. Camera. There's no tape in this camera. Yeah. <laughs> with that sunny note, we're gonna go and whatever. But we'll be back next week for more fun with The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. In the meantime, feel free to reach out to us on social media if you so choose. Matt, first off, we're, 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 you had something to, to say here in terms of our social media. So go Yeah, real, real quick. I mean, we always, I, you know, it's taken us a long time to do this, but we have finally done it. You know, we, we share our social handles at the end of every episode, but we would like to announce the official grand opening of our own Twitter account. So please, as well as following us, go on Twitter and follow us at Job of the Pod, um, where you can keep up on all news about the show. Uh, of course, you're going to hear it from our mouths as well and our own personal handles. But for, for all show news going forward and for all of your Job of the Pod hot takes and action, check out our Twitter account at Job of the Pod. Yeah. Yes, but so, so that, and that's been out there for a little while. It's just it has. I egg. parked it's it a while been ago. Egg. There's yes. been nothing there. We haven't done anything with it. Yeah. But we've got uh, a profile pic now and we've got like, you know, we got a whole thing, you know, oh, social media. I'm looking forward to it. I think yeah. we're all excited to go and check yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, you can also Matt, find me. Yeah. You can Matt, also find- where, where else can you be found? Yeah, Aside I, from I, your house, which I'm on route to right now. Oh, my God. All right. That's <laughs> enough for today. Uh, I, you can find that uh, at, at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O on Twitter. Caitlin Maleficent Bush, you can be found where? <laughs> I can be found at at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N M. Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. And I can be found on Twitter at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a chibi and remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken many boats. The force will be with you always. Be the spark. Let's go to Boston Volume.